Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another episode of the Gap Down Backer podcast. Um, today, uh, Coach Bartley returns as, as, as a special guest co-host. Uh, he'll start making some more frequent flyer appearances as we, as we continue. Um, and then um, in terms of our guest today, uh, we have Coach Max Stevenson from uh, St. Xavier University. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Coach. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, we're we're going to talk a little bit of power today. Um, but first, before we get into it, Coach, you want to kind of give some people kind of your background so they kind of know how you ended up at St. X? For sure. So um, I, I actually played at St. X, and when I say play, I mean uh, rode the bench and watched the games every week, so that was <laughs> nice. It was, it was real nice for me to get a, uh, a sense of, of how to coach because I wasn't in the game. Um, and then I once I graduated, I got, I, I, I'm a high school teacher. So I coached two years at the high school I was at. Uh, first year was freshman. I was student teaching. Um, no pay, freshman football, teaching kids how to put on their helmet. Uh, then went up to uh, varsity the next year, coach offensive line. And from there, I moved high schools and became the offensive coordinator uh, for uh, my old high school uh, for varsity offense coordinator. Got a call from an old friend that coached me. Um, so I was there for two years. Now for the past two years, I've been at St. X. We had a head coaching change at where I was, the high school I was at. And um, we didn't really see eye to eye too much, too well. And uh, so once I left there, luckily enough, I got a call from the head coach at St. X. And he was like, hey, we got a spot open. And I jumped on it right away. So uh, I, I landed there. Okay. Um, so let, let's just dive head, head deep into it because I like to just get to the point. Uh, power. Um, let's let's just start. Or, or, I, from my knowledge, you guys are more of a gun power team, correct? Like twelve, it's eleven or twelve per, eleven personnel, right? Um, yeah, we not even a we don't play with a tight end. Okay. So we um, um, now that's not so. This year we're doing things a bit different, right? Because yeah. we we have probably the best running back in the NAIA. So we now have that little, what do you call it, a sniffer back, oh, an H back, whatever you know, you put it right. Let, at the tap let's go. Right. Let's go with H back because I hate the term sniffer. It just okay. So we got we got an H back now um, that we'll play with, or we're going. Uh, we'll 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 sit back there with two running backs and, and the rest wide receivers. So we don't we don't since I've been there since two thousand and eight, we've never played with the tight end, uh, which kind of makes like our power game a little bit different um, than most. Because when I played, we would throw the ball 60, 70 times a game um, and didn't run. We had, I would say, two and a half to three-yard splits. I mean, they were big. They were huge. We called them huge top-top splits. And um, we would just get massively wide because um, what's better than big boobs is huge boobs. So let's get some huge top-top splits. Um, then 
we kind of progressed as um, teams were catching on. This was like when spread was like first, like all oh, the new thing, right? Mike Leach came out with all his stuff, Dana Holgerson with all his stuff. And so teams were adapting. It, it got popular teams were adapting. So we moved to uh, zone. We were a zone run team with, uh, you know, we would still go uh, four wide, five wide sometimes, bring, you know, motion to back, give them a ball, uh, run outside zone, inside zone. And then lately, past three or four years, we've gone um, a lot of power. So a lot of power. So um, with with our personnel, um, our linemen are doing a lot of the work, right? We're uh, Our best power play is our counter tray, right? We're bringing our garden tackle. And we're moving. Um, and the good thing about the NAIA is you're never going to get anybody that's too overpowering on the defense side of the ball. So we have quick, fast, and strong linemen. Uh, I would put our line up against just about any in, in our league. Um, and they, uh, these guys move and they hit. Um, they're, they're two inches to go, two inches away from going to Division One. And so they're, they're, they're strong kids. Um, but yeah, so we run a lot of counter tray. We'll run, you know, your, your, your guard, your guard poles. Um, but a lot of our count, a lot of our power is based off of your, your RPO game, your, um, you know, your, your power read. We do a lot of power read with a, with a pass option on one side and um, what you're, you're reading the end that you're, you're powering away from he, he crashes or he goes, whatever. We have a lot of different variations that we, that we put into our power game. If that makes sense. Yeah. I'll be able to shoot me a little later, but it, it's, it's, it's different. Okay. Now what are your, like from a line perspective, what is your like base rules for that? Like if, um, if we just if we just talked about base power before we start expanding into the power reads, the RPO stuff, sure. where we got locked people in, like what is, what does our base look like? So basically, you're washing down. You're, okay. you're, so say we're going power right. Your center guard tackle are washing down. You're getting up to the uh, whatever defense we're playing, right? So if we're playing a 3-3 stack, which we see a lot, or a 4-2-5, your, your tackle and your guard are taking, uh, are coming together down to the backer. Okay. Um, your guard's pulling around, or your tackle, both are pulling around for that end, and that your stack, we call it your stack on your three, three side there, um, pulling around for them. Um, but yeah, it, it's a lot of wash down and bring around. Okay. Coach. First of all, I think the NAIA is underrated kids. I think it glossed over. My oldest son is an NAIA kid right now in Georgetown. Okay. So where, where's he play? Uh, he plays at Georgetown. Oh, very nice. Cool. And cool. Andy, Andy's a lineman. So, you know, this awesome. is all, you know, all about it. So when you're teaching the techniques and there's two in particular, I'm really wanting to find out a little bit more about that front side double team. Yep. How do you coach that up? Like is the, is the, is the guard more of a post man and the tackles, the drive, or, or is it more like the zone combo where they're together, four hands, four eyes, and, you know, two on here, two on here, that kind of thing? So that, we, we – I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I said, so, so how do you deal with yeah, that? Yeah, so, so we – my kids are absolutely sick of the word Iowa. 
All right. Um, so we get our drills from Iowa. We every everything that forensics taught their guys, we took that and we and we brought it right to us. So we we don't use any sort of pads. We don't use anything but ourselves. Um, you get right on. You get right on the line. Uh, each line, five yard, ten yard, fifteen yard line. It's it's a zone. Um, what you would consider a, a zone double team blocking scheme. So like you said, four hands, four eyes. Um, and you're getting up and you got to make sure they're communicating, right? So either way that backer goes, me, 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 you, 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 whatever. I, I You let them know whatever. I, the one team I coached uh, in high school, they loved saying it in Italian. So they would say it in Italian, me, 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 like whatever they're saying, they would go and they would move, right? So it, it, it's for us is a zone uh, double team blocking system up until the next level, wherever you're going. Um, but like I said, we do the same drills every single day. So our first one is our uh, is our steps. Or they w- w- would be zone steps. And then the next one we call is the blade drill, where you got two guys um, right next to each other, uh, hip to hip. They fit into their guy. They both push up. They're driving down the line. Their foots don't leave the line. Whatever that line, way that linebacker goes, they got to talk. Me, 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 you, you, you. If it's going left, switch over, over. Then from that blade drill, you go um, from a stance, right? So you're in a stance. You got your guy maybe a yard off in his stance, back or behind him, boom, out of your stance. Same thing, fit up, get into him, left, right, whatever. As, as a coach, I point the back or left or the back or right, and then they, they go from there. All right. Now, the other one I got to know is the backside guard. Now, do you run the inside power and outside power, or are you only running the outside, you know, the C-gap power? We're we're really more of a of both. Really, actually, we do both. Okay. We do both. So how do you – what what's his technique on the pull, and what's his, like, like his aiming point? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to clear the tackle, or I'm trying to clear the guard. Like, what's his aiming point, and how's his technique getting there? So what we – what we look for um, is what we used to do, and I hate it, and I taught it for everybody. I absolutely hate it, was the skip pull, right? You're going around, you're skip pulling, and I can't stand it. You're losing power, you're losing, you know, you're losing speed, everything. Um, we usually go take your eyes, get your hands out a little bit, put them out a little bit, so you, you're not going to get peeked out either way. You're touching jersey, and you're at least blocking one way or another. You know, I. But get up, get your eyes up, turn. If you're going, if you're going right, peak right. If you're going left, peak left. Whatever color shows up first, you're more than likely going to get that Mike Backer is who you're shooting for. But if somebody misses their block, you got to pick that man up right now. So, so is it more of a? I'm trying to think. Like, is it an upfield pull? So, like, he's is he taking a drop step and and running downhill at it? Or no, it's a, it's a it's a get out of your stance and, and haul ass. Okay. Pull. So you're you, as soon as it's it's a you're opening up and you're gone. If you can take an up angle to get there, take that up angle to get there. Get down the line of scrimmage as fast as you possibly can, and get up. Okay, um, what do you? I mean, obviously you do a bunch of stuff with it. Um, how do you, I mean teams commonly attack your power? Um, <laughs> blitz, 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 blitz. Um, I last week. They had seven coming at one time, and we've got two um, new uh, quarterbacks that we were playing. So, I mean, they what they did was the right thing, right? We had two young quarterbacks, and they were 
they were coming in as fast as they possibly could right up, you know, like bats out of hell. Um, but yeah, so we see what we'll see a lot is a three, three or the four, two, five, the four, two, five is in now. Every defensive coach loves the four, two, five and they want to run it and they think it's a new cool, hot thing and they love running. It. Um, and I don't get me wrong. If you got the guys, if you got the dudes to run it by all means run it, but it's, it's not easy. Um, so when we see something like that, they're all the time. If we get a four two five, they're bringing a backer every single time. They're plugging every hole, and you better be there to you know stop them. Sometimes they'll take uh, like an outside backer from either way. If they if they know our tendencies, they'll come one way or another. Um, in one of the clips I got later, I'll show you where I, we ran power and scored. Um, they had they were running they were running essentially a three three but they took their three linemen and basically crunched them all down and they had two backers playing overhangs at the line of scrimmage um, so and Saint X not to sound like a like a jag but we're usually pretty good um, so a lot of teams just throw the kitchen sink at us they bring anything and everything at us that they can um, so we see a lot of different looks like this week we played. Um, St. Francis Juliet, and whenever we play them, it's it's like their Super Bowl because they're like our crosstown rivals, and whatever they can do to try to win, they're gonna do it. A lot of trick plays, blitz everybody. Um, last year they put eleven guys on the line of scrimmage at one time. Like we we, we see a lot of different things, a lot of Harry High School bullshit. So how how do you practice that? How do you practice all these multiple looks? <laughs> it, it's tough, right? Because you you. You run so they're a base three three team. So what in practice we're doing is running our 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 run game. All right. So we don't we haven't completely abandoned the zone, right? So we're still outside zone, inside zone. Um, but you're you're getting all different looks um in practice of different backers blitzing, whatever we draw up, they're doing. But until you get to the game, you don't really know what they're gonna bring. Right? Because like I said, last year at one point they put eleven guys on the line of scrimmage. So the most important thing for us right now, I, I, this probably is not very helpful at all, and I apologize, but it's, it's as soon as you get to the game, let's talk about it, right? Um, like last week, the three linemen that we thought were going to be lined up on our, our tackles and a guy on our nose, we, they were inside. They were almost on like uh, almost a four, like they uh, four technique, and, and we hadn't practiced, practiced that all week. So now we got to change, right? So now we got to switch things up, and, and what are we going to do differently and make the in-game adjustments? Do you get a lot of bear? See, the other one I think we're going to get is I think we're going to get a lot of bear adjustment. Like we're going to get three o three. Yeah, which we'll see that. Um, but in the past, we've been such a great throwing team, right. such a good throwing. Team, they wouldn't do it, right? Because now you're leaving our guys one on one on the outside and best of luck because you're not going to stop it um or like if we go to this power run game we've got we've got our lookies off and we got our lightning routes we got whatever we have off of it where if you're bringing all that noise we have a route for you and it's free cheese cool all right so let's talk line personnel a little bit okay where like if you one do you flip-flop linemen? no okay so but then my next question is where does your best lineman go? And give me like the, the the people you're looking at. Like, hey, I need this kid to be the tackle. I need this kid to be. So, where's your best lineman? 
and then like kind of the rest of them. How do you build your offensive line? We take our smartest guy, we put him at center. All right, so our smartest guy, we're going to put at center as long as he can snap the ball. We're not going to put a guy at center that can't get the ball back, right? But we take our smartest guy, we put him at center because he's got to know. Now he probably has the easiest job out of any lineman, but our smartest guy goes there because he's able to tell everybody where to go and what to do. Um, we take our big our big fellas. We put them at. I, I, we have a redshirt freshman at tackle this year that is just a brick shit house. I mean, he he's a, he is an absolute monster. I would put him up as one of the strongest kids in the AIA. Um, but he came in as a guard. He came in as a guard from a um, team that runs double wing, right? So double double wing, double triple option. Double wings so, overrated. It is. I love the name. Spread them out. Let's get throwing. No. Um, so transitioning, but we knew when we recruited him, this kid's got enough size. He's probably six one, six two, and I would say he's probably close to three hundred pounds of just pure muscle. Um, we knew we wanted him to play tech, so we gave him the red shirt year. So when we when we peg our guy, we usually take our strongest guys. We put them outside. Our quicker linemen will go inside. The quicker. Uh, I don't want to say not as strong because our left guard is just as strong, but the quicker guys are usually going inside. Our bigger, stronger guys are usually going outside. Okay. okay. And that's only because when we are pulling on our on our regular power or whatever we have, uh, Ravens, uh, I won't use our terms, Raven Steeler, but uh, just a single guard pulling, we're going to have our guy that's a little bit quicker who's going to get through that hole. Like I told you, when we pull, we're pulling like a bat out of hell. We're going, we're, and we're upfield, right? So we're getting to the backer, next level, and it's got to be our fastest guy that can get through. Okay. Now, I mean, you, you mentioned no tight end and two backs. Um, and that. so you also mentioned – actually, I'll take it this way. You mentioned power read in there. When did you guys start bringing power read in the equation, and how much has that helped your regular power? Uh, basically as soon as we, so we've always been like that RPO team off of, off of, um, uh, zone, right. And our thoughts were, well, why can't we do it with power? So as soon as, you know, we put the power in now, this was before I got there. This is before I got to say next, but I, I would talk to a lot of the guys from St. X when I was coaching and they were doing the same stuff over for the past four years, five years, um, I will say our offensive coordinator, I said it on a couple of podcasts, but the smartest guy I've ever met. If you sit down with him for a day, you're going to, you're going to think that you didn't even know what football was. And so, um, the thing with him though, is he's always coming up with things, stuff like it's just, and throwing it out there and let's do it. Right. Let's go out there. Let's do it. So, I mean, as soon as we put power in, there was no, other really thoughts that that we weren't he still has a house phone that's embarrassing um <laughs> we um as soon as so as soon as we put power in we knew the power power um read was coming out of it so and then now this year we have a little bit faster quarterbacks than we had in the past so now we have you know the the ability to run with our quarterback. So he'll be reading ends and going off of that as well, off of power. Okay. Do you read anybody other than the end? Can you like read the backside three technique? Uh, no, no, it's all, it's either the end or your Mike or will backer, depending on whatever defense you're in. So we're either defensive end 
Um, if it's if it's a quarterback read with the run, if we're throwing off of it, it's the quarterback read with the with the backer. Okay, I I don't got anything else before film, coach. So if you got anything, oh, oh yeah, I got like okay. So you talked about counter, and you called it counter tray. God love you. I'm glad you do because all these young guys want to call it the GT counter. I'm like that's just counter. <laughs> like there's a GT counter. Like it's all new words. No, we've been yeah. running that since the '80s, guys. Yeah. When you, the one problem I've seen is people have gotten away from counter and they've gone using this, the H back. And whether right. he's the first guy or the second guy, usually he's the second guy. It's because they're struggling getting that tackle to pull. How do you teach that technique? Okay. So we've been running a lot of that this year because we've got some horses as linemen. I mean, as far as since I can remember since 2008, I think this is the best offensive line we've had at St. X. So we've got horses. So we didn't really need the H back. So what, what I've been trying to teach or convey to them is if that ends crashing hard and it's tough, it's very tough for the kids to pick up. um, But once they do, and they do it over and over again, they kind of get it. That ends crashing. The the um, guard has to basically hook block him, right? Get his get his butt around him and hook block him, and that tackle has to read that and then get up and around where normally that tackle's coming underneath the guard, kicking out the end, right? Well, the tackle has to have his eyes up and peeking at the guard and sort of seeing where that end's coming because if he sees him crash, well, he knows he's hook blocking now. Hinge block is what we call it. He's hinge blocking. And you got to get up and around up to the backer. Is he is he drop stepping the tackle when he goes to pull? Is he drop stepping, or how's he getting that out of away from the line of scrimmage and into his path? <laughs> no, like we're again, it's almost the same way, right? Where he he's like, put your hand on that guard's hip and let's get moving. And so, which is why for us the hinge block the 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 come around block, whatever you want to call it, is right. is a little bit tougher, right? And, and teaching it is, is certainly not simple, but it's repetition and practice, repetition and practice. And for us, because we have no skill as offensive linemen, when they're doing seven on seven in practice, when they're doing whatever they're doing, we're working these techniques, right? And so I, high school, it's a little bit more difficult because you only got so much segmented time. Well, for the fat boys in college, we don't have anything else to do. We don't get to have fun. We just get the block. So, like, while they're doing that, we'll work in different, you know. So this is something that we'll be working on every day, right? So after the Iowa drills, we'll go into our team run segment, and then we got more IIT time for us to do our stuff. And hinge blocking is one of the things, right? Just practice that and coming down, crashing, and that, or sometimes he's staying out, and the tackle's got to read him. All right. So, like I said, we were we were expecting these ends to play outside, right? Well, they're down. Basically, in a four shade, uh, you got your your middle backer here, um, and your outsides on the line. So, like like you asked, this is almost like the bear formation that you're going to see um, with with a five, almost a five two, because you got that safety almost sniffing the middle linebacker's butt, right? Um, so as we go, um, oops, you got the outside outside tackle taking out the uh, outside backer. Um, you got everybody else washing down. And like I said, this isn't great, but here's the hinge block I was talking about. So our, our left guard 
is coming around and he's going to hinge block that that end 94 there kind of realized a little too late our tackle didn't get around um but our running back is just that i mean he's an absolute stud but again reads it goes outside that pole and now he's gone so instead of it going up the C gap where it's supposed to, because they crushed it down. There you go. That, I mean, that's, that's kind of what that hinge block looks like. If that makes sense, do you want me to run that back? No, you're good coach. Uh, You're good. I get, and I get it. You know, I, we call it a log block. You can call it the hinge, you know, so it's all kind of the same thing. Um, And that tackle getting bumped off. I see what you're talking about. It's, you know, he kind of gets caught up in the trash there a little bit. So this would be like our, our single guard pull with our power play. Um, we call it mallet. Uh, this actually isn't a very good play to watch. but So we got our back in motion, um, kind of pull out the backers. Our guard's pulling. We're cleaning out. Now he should have he should have handed this ball off. Um, I mean, because if you look on the left side, he's got a hole that I could freaking run through. Um, <laughs> but... Um, the same thing, right? He's he's pulling, and so now we have our, our read game off of this. He throws a screen. I think he threw it in. A, this is a freshman playing. He's, I think that was his third snap of his entire college career, so a little bit, a little bit jitters, but same thing, right? Um, so we have all these different sort of um, plays, and we, we run a lot of smoke screen or quick screen to the outside. We'll... Yeah when we move down the road with these quarterbacks, they'll be reading the outside backers and coming through with stuff like that. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can get a good one. So obvi- obviously you guys have a good running back right now. Um, yeah. As, as you're pulling some of this up. Um, so, but if you didn't, I mean, in, in young quarterbacks, so you kind of got slow play some of your system stuff. So obviously, as you kind of mentioned, how how much more advanced does your system get as you get more, especially at the quarterback position, get more experience there? With, so so last year we had a had a um, fifth year starter, so he he was there for five yards. He was you know just really knew the system, really knew our offensive coordinator, and really we could just give him the ball and say go out there and make your calls. Like he could go out there and call the offense. He was that good. Um, so when, when, so like you see there, you got your quick screens to the outside. We're not going to trust him to start making different reads, uh, with the backers or whatever he's reading the end or whatever he was reading on that play and get the ball out. Um, so here's a better view of our Steeler, which would be our, um, Raven, Raven Steeler, uh, left power left. So you've got so when you ask like what what do our what does our uh, backside do on on um, power? So here you've got our right guard is pulling, our nose and our left guard are down on the nose up to the will. The no, I think he's number sixteen here. Yeah, um, and boom, our quarterback takes it right. So this is this is our this is our quarterback power read. Um, Steeler is what we call it. Um, the tackle is getting around the end. We're letting him go. So he's making the choice. Running back does a great job of blocking him. Uh, our, our backside tackles locked onto the end and, uh, there you go. Quarterback power right up the middle. 
So odd, we're obviously going left, even we're going right. Here, we're gonna be going left. And you've got our, our guard pulling around. He saw that tackle come down with him. He comes around, boom, running back push. And again, this running back is just a savage. And so he's, he's scoring, but same thing, right? It's a lot of our linemen, what they have to do is, is see what's in front of them. Um, and that's kind of what we teach them of always with your eyes up, looking for the next color Jersey to hit. Um, and if you go through it, uh, but this is our quarterback last year. The kid has been here forever. You see him go up to the, the line, change the play. Down, 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 lock up. Could have been a hold on our tackle. Didn't get called in AI football. Boom, good pull. And again, same thing, touchdowns. When you run power out of the spread and you don't have that tight end or you don't have that other player, it's, it's a beautiful thing because a lot of teams aren't expecting it or a lot of teams uh, don't have the personnel in there to take care of it because they're worried about our pass, right? So when you're worried about the pass, you can run the power inside or outside and it's, it's, um, it's awesome to watch. So we're, uh, so again, here's a look we got, right? We, there's, here's your nose. <laughs> here's your two defensive ends that are playing way outside and you've got your mic back or walked up. I wish we so would get these look at the high school level. <laughs> don't so, you, but, don't like you partly like, you, if, if you ever worked for somebody who tried to put you in that look, you would have pulled your – actually, never mind, you don't have hair. <laughs> it's – it's um, we get – like I said, because we spread the ball around and because we throw so much, these are the looks we're getting, right? And it's um, it's different. So this is uh, Tampa even, so we're going right here. So our left guard here will be pulling. Come on, come on, come on. All right. So again, down, down. This is what we really try to emphasize here is this, this point of attack up to what is this walked up back, right? So he should be scraping over, which makes it an easier block for these two. But usually if this backer's in the right position of here, this guy's coming off, this guy moves over and he, he cuts him off. But as you can see here, because he's there, he makes it a lot easier for them. So our guard, oh shit. our guard comes around, good block, almost a log. He almost didn't know what he was doing there. Kind of, he wanted a log, couldn't get around him, hinge block him. Didn't get there. Um, but again, this this running back is just that good. All right, so these are our different. Uh, we have like each one set up in our different um, power sections. So I'll kind of just go over it quickly with you. So this is a. You're just your, your your basic average guard pull power, right? So it could either go left or right. We have them both drawn up. But here's here's what we're looking at, right? We're looking at this end, and this quarterback's reading them. Our guard's pulling around, um, it, it, it going to the mic. Our 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 play sign again, like I said, we're pull, we're, we're we're washing down. Everybody's washing down. Uh, that tackle's locked on. This backside tackle's locked on to the end. You're coming around, boom, you're coming up for the mic. You're reading this end. If he crashes real hard, <laughs> running back's coming through. Uh, you hand off if he's not going out with him. If he does widen out real real wide, uh, quarterback's pulling and going up the alley. Um, 
receiver to block. Now on the backside here, you'll have your, now we don't always run right and right. We have a different sort of uh, passing scheme out here. Um, but again, it's quick here. If that, if this um, Sam or money back, whatever, whatever you call them, is flowing, you got a quick pass right here. It's a quick read, easy read for the quarterback. If it's a quarterback who's been in the system and has, knows the system and can run the system, it's, it's a great play to have. Against Missouri Baptist last year, I think we, we scored two or three times off this because they were blitzing everybody, and boom, we this guy would come, and we'd hit this lightning right off the backside. Single tackle pull, all right? Um, again, you have your read one, read two, um, and just our tackle is coming around up to the weak side backer. Um, these two are washing down, your guard is coming back, and your your tackle is locked in on your end, and boom, give it up. But again, you're reading this end. If he crashes, quarterback can pull. Or if you're reading this safety here, if he sits back, you now have your 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 screen on the outside. All right, so it it's hard to um, kind of I don't want to say explain because it's not hard to explain, but if you don't run a lot of spread into this, this is like, well, why wouldn't you just run the ball? You know, um, but when you get a lot of different looks, like you know the looks that we get, you kind of have to get creative. <laughs> Your GT counter that you love so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love counter. Yeah, you gotta call it GT. Yeah, your counter tray, right? So this is our counter tray. Now we do have the our cute, the inside uh, receiver. He's coming over the top. If the safety dips, we now have a throw here. Um, but the same thing applies, right? Pulling, pulling, um, pulling around. Um, this end could crash. You could stay outside. Guard's got the end. Tackle's got the uh, weak side backer. You're washing down. Um, the only difference is if this end comes crashing down quarterback can pull and run or if this safety sits back now you have your cue over the middle for uh the rpo game which is kind of what we incorporate with everything but again same thing if you flip it over to the other side good coach awesome yeah good stuff is there anything i like no, again i think you're good it, it's hard because I don't know what kind of defense you're going to see, especially in high school. It's a lot. You're going to you're going to see a lot of clinic defense where they sit in a in a four three or a four two and and don't really blitz all that much. So I can tell you, you know, this is what we're doing, and you got to throw off this, and you have this and that. But if they don't bring a whole lot of stuff, it's you better. I would just run power, right? I would just run the the um, the counter tray and, and run it. I mean, our number one play this year is counter tray. I think we we've we ran it. I would say eight to ten times last game. And if you ask anybody in the nation for our offense coordinator to run one play, a run play that many times is just crazy. No, it's not a thing. Stopping it. Don't don't quit running it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. His contact information in terms of his Twitter will be in the bio of the video. Again, also Coach Bartley's uh, contact information. And a link to his YouTube channel for his defensive podcasts will be in the bio as well. Um, make sure you like and subscribe um, and share the video. Helps people find it. Um, cre helps create conversation. Uh, we got a lot of good guests on here. 
uh, that came on before coach and that will be on after coach that are in the process of getting scheduling. Um, and I don't know, and I'll, I'm working on a couple other side projects for, especially for those of you that are offensively, offensive line inclined. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but again, uh, this was another episode of the uh, Gap Downbacker podcast. I appreciate everybody and uh, stay safe.